Growing up with a cane pulled in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the stream That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Good morning. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday mornings. Live, 7 to 9. On the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. Just look for the Outdoor Zone. My name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan's not here. But Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. Is here, and Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open, makes sure the old potbelly stove gets fired up, water poured over the old coffee grinds from last week. Well, last and week he had to fix the a little bit, you know, open up the windows, get that swamp cooler working. It, it's nice today. Oh, last week, yeah. man, you, you missed it. You missed, yeah, sorry, I missed the uh, oven escapade as a... Uh, Cody would call it. He's I'm in a dang oven, man. Well, I'm sweating like you when things happen, but the rain, 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 go away, rain, come back rain, another rain, day. Rain, <clears throat> man, we you must can't. have had five inches at our house. Uh, all in that's about. That's what I'm hearing. That's the number I'm hearing is five inches in a lot of places. But it was quick. I mean, it was. Yeah, that it was dumped. It did dump big time. But now what I'm seeing, at least out at the farm, is the mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. They were raging before, and they are raging Now they're just angry, now. and they're looking for blood. And they are big. So the ones big. that bother me are the black ones with little white dots on them. Those, uh, because African they carry ones. like... No, they just... Seem to be new, new con disease or something. No, they're relentless. You know, there's some that are just kind of dumb flying, like burp, 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 and you chew them away and they just kind of go away. But those ones are relentless. Those black ones with little white stripes. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I've had the, the ones that I've had. Uh, they're like kamikaze mosquitoes. I, yes. <laughs> and the, the, it's funny, the ones that I. Uh, I'll look down and I'll have like five of them on my arm, but some of them are already embedded. 
I'm like, how did that happen? They're drilling, huh? They're sneaky. Well, you know, I sent you something, and we're going to talk about it later, right? But it's about if you want to get rid of them for good. And we are going to talk you about put that the, during the, our the dirt talk down. conversation. We're going to talk about that and my thoughts on whether that would work out at my place or not, whether it work out at the farm or not. But we'll talk about that during dirt talk. I uh, I saw you pulled in with some lumber, man, I in got the back a, of your truck. I got a couple of building projects, so the back of the barn. Now, wait, wait, wait a minute. You just moved away from a place where you spent all these years I know. building. Right. And then you got it complete, and you sold it, and now what are you doing? Well, You're building it. I mean... Is this in your DNA? Is there something in your head that just you know it was funny makes you do this? It was funny last week when I was walking and around. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I don't take it bad way. Gee, well, you know what? You Chicks look dig at. guys that can build stuff. Well, I hope it's just one. Chick. My wife, okay. <laughs> my <laughs> wife digs it, and uh, but no, I I look at something and I look at what to add what to could it so be there <laughs> but uh, so we yeah. bought this this old barn dominium this old metal building that's half it's house a horse barn man it was a horse barn half horse Which barn really half cool. living space really cool by the way and uh we went in and poured a bunch of concrete and stuff but it needs it needed uh porches i mean didn't ha- you couldn't sit out on back porch there was no back porch what good how is, can you what? how can you not have a back porch on your house i know that's where i would or live if i porch. could if I could live on the porch in my underwear, that's where I would. Oh, I that thought was, that's why you built the wall. I did. So the Great could. Wall of Disco did, or Beefsteak, did stay up during the big storm. Yeah. And uh, the guy, the president of the HOA, came over yesterday and goes, hey, if you want to, you can make that taller. <laughs> He's like, you could build it up a little bit. I'm what like, would you add to it? How would you add to it? Just put like, oh, it's, we, a, we it's like a 15-foot wall. <laughs> Right. Well, we could put something on the top or uh, run some Constantine razor wire. I don't know. Then we could come up with lights, like stadium lighting. Anyways, I didn't know whether to take that as good. Like, hey, that looks really good. Y'all did a good job. You can do whatever you want. Or, hey, there's a little too much hanging out and we can see still. So um, we want you to cover that up. Anyways, why didn't you? And it also, could go either way. I just don't even want to visualize. And I sent you that hot tub topic, and you and Cody ignore my hot tub segment topics that I send over. Well, Cody, do you think there might be it? a reason that we're not <laughs> touching on the hot tubs, hot tub topic with you? And okay, back to back to the wood in your in the back of your truck. You so, love to build stuff, but. I wanted to ask you because I built a fence that it was a big 12-foot swinging fence that opened up for the boat to put the boat behind. Swinging. Swinging. And the guy said, hey, that is done pretty well. The guy that did the deck said, that's done pretty well. But I asked him why it started to bow a little bit. And he goes, oh, that's because you went you went and got, where'd you get that wood? And I was like, I think I got it at Lowe's. Yep. Man, they don't. I'm I'm sorry, I shouldn't have mentioned anything, right? They got it at a big box store, and he said, if you go, you got to go to, like, I'm going to just say McCoy's. He said, all of it is kiln-dried, and you're going to get, you may pay a little bit more, but it's going to be dry and straight and going to stay straight. 
And I don't know, do you ever have that problem where the your <laughs> wood gets twisted <laughs> and warped? I Ro- I have Road Rash, why found, are you laughing in there, man? You, you, I have found a lumber yard in uh in my town, in Smithville, Texas, there's you're, you're a never lumber leave yard that. there. You're never going to leave that that county again, are you? And I called around, shopped around for the lumber, and although my friends in the big box stores will match prices, this little lumber yard has everything I need, and their prices are cheaper than the big box stores. But is it? Good kiln dry. Absolutely, I mean, it it's is. It's not wet and sweaty when you pick it up. Well, sometimes you're going to get wet and sweaty if it's been sitting <laughs> out. You would if your bundle has been sitting out in the. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going? Why is that, Cody? Why are uh, you it... taking it there? So Man, why you are play... you looking at? Well, at he's him. smiling in there. I mean, he's are in the you... other room trying to keep a straight. Fa- he can't so... even keep a straight face. So anyway, the legs are full. The the uh, it, uh, my daughter called me at six thirty this morning and said her septic alarm was going off, and I said, "Well, it's probably full, and yep. it's the water is flowing, and There's everything, you can do everything about it. is the ground is soaking wet." And there's nothing, nothing. There's no absorption outside of the tank. The, Does so she the have tanks. one of those tanks that it has she an has air, a aerator tank. on it? No. Oh, I, I We've got a friend who put one in. and Does it come, pops up and goes? Yep, that is a sprinkles. Do you have that? That's what I have. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, in certain areas, you can have. You need certain kinds. Potable. Yeah, I'm sure. But ours, they said, you'll never, you'll never overdo this one You'll because never. of the size or because you got yeah just some good dirt out there the and size and it's i don't know mrs granny likes running the washing machine so i'm reckoning if if the washing machine runs the way it did in austin yeah we'll, just do uh, a separate pipe for that one and have that one just kind of go into uh you know well that's what a lot of people place. out in the country do they just run their Run their drain lines from their horse stalls or whatever yeah, right. off into the into the grass, and there's a little patch of grass over there to the side. It's just a little greener than everything else. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that where the septics are? It's always a little bit, uh, a little bit greener. That's what, of course, the potable water is all about, right? Or non-potable. That's what. It's the little code word on the golf courses and the parks. Don't drink this water. <laughs> You know, non-potable, it hasn't been uh, mm-hmm. correctly taken. non-potable. Well, what did you do? So you the uh, Colorado River, on the Colorado morning? River is roaring. And really? Yeah, well. It's up. But Lake Travis isn't full all you the way. You mean the lower Colorado? Yes. Oh, and okay. the, but the uh, But Lake Travis isn't full all the way. Is that because we haven't got the Highlands you know, I didn't, chain uh, it in, you know, up north, up north in Buchanan? If they didn't and all get that, the rain above. It doesn't push it down? Well, obviously, that's got to be where. But I'm wondering now, when I looked yesterday, I'm wondering now if a lot of the runoff hadn't made it to the lake. Uh, but it's good yeah. that we're going into, yes. going into the summer with a little bit of water in the reservoirs. A lot of bit of water. A lot, yeah. lot of folks 
you would you couldn't get me out on the water this weekend. You couldn't get me to a beach. You couldn't you can't get me in those places. They are gonna be nuts. I heard Port Aransas is overpopulated right now. RVs, people are coming from all over. Got a friend that lives in Portland, you know, just on the north of the, the bay. Portland there. people are not welcome to tell to, them to go to California or someplace. Oh my. Oh my wow. gosh. Portland dude? Yeah. What are they rich? They're gonna burn fancy? down the Walmart. <laughs> Porter Aransas Walmart better lock the doors. <laughs> we better call Captain Gordon and ask him about that, right? McBride's guns with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's guns. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, or modify your firearms. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, Cornell 30th and Lamar. Call them, 512-472-3532 or online at McBride's Guns because McBride's Guns. Well, they're our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll come back on the flip side. We're going to talk some fishing news. And, uh, wow, Crazy world record hybrid mix fish I've never heard of caught right here in Central Texas. We'll tell you more about it. On the flip side, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24 7, 365 at com. your favorite podcast platforms. Get even more this Memorial Day at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. The number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealership in Central Texas is open Friday, Saturday, and Memorial Day Monday, so you can save thousands on hundreds of new vehicles. We're making our huge inventory of hundreds of new Rams even better with lower prices and over 37 years of experience. We'll find you that perfect truck during Nile Maxwell's Memorial Day sales event. This Friday, Saturday, and Memorial Day Monday at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So, uh... Fishing. Let's talk fishing since Cody's not here. So, this guy... So, O.H. Ivy up near Dallas um, is one of the... Lakes, you don't hear a whole lot about it, but you did uh, for a while. Because um, there are reservoir chains, right, up there? I mean, it's pretty cool. Well, and you just you didn't hear about OHIVA a whole lot, except uh, there was a stint, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, where they had a run on some big bass. And so, you know, they've got some, some big fish there, but just not one of those places like uh, – you know, San like Rayburn or, or whatever yeah. that you hear about a lot. Chunk Canyon, all that stuff. Um, that stuff yeah. 
But let's see. The, uh, Wyatt Franken told Fox News that he caught what he initially believed to be a smallmouth bass while fishing with a friend at OHIV Reservoir in Texas. As the owner of a guide service, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, but he, he missed the plug there. Uh, he knows that the area pretty well and was hoping to catch one of the giant largemouth bass that he heard were in the area. At first, Frankens said he believed he had simply set a let, lake record. After posting photos of the fish on social media, however, some commenters said that he might not have caught a normal smallmouth bass. Fortunately, it saved some of the fish's scales. Who does that? I guess if you're eating it, right? Uh, the only thing I can think of is that he, he had knew. to eat it. He kept it to eat it. He must have. And but I thought he, you were supposed to put those sheer lunkers back. And, or, well, or it's not it a share lunker because it doesn't match the share lunker. Share lunker is a largemouth. Oh. And, but the. Uh, I guess it's 7.6 pounds. It's still pretty big, but you're right. It's not over 13. Well, don't don't get Cody going on the whole share lunker thing and the smaller, uh, smaller bass. But, the, uh, but my thought is if he's a guide service and he's keeping the fish. That's like opposite of what normally they would a do, bass right? guide would do. No, normally they just throw them back. I know, when but he had to keep yeah. it right. How else? Where else? You don't just pluck a scale and like, oh, okay, I caught one. I'll keep a scale. I guess unless he thought it was something for the record books that you needed. That's the only thing I can think of. I mean, what, what are you taking one scale, like with little tweezers? Hang on. Fortunately, he had <laughs> saved some of the fish's scales and sent them to the Texas Parks and Wildlife to be analyzed. According to him, it took a week or two for the results to come back. He had caught a 7.6 pound hybrid largemouth smallmouth bass. After speaking with an official from Texas Parks and Wildlife, Franken realized he had likely caught a fish that was more than a state record. It turns out Franken had set a new world record after catching the fish. He says he just got the official notice from International Game Fish Association, IGFA, which keeps track of world records. Franken said that coming from small town, making a world record was a big deal, not just for him, but the entire community. So did you see a picture of it? Yeah. Okay. What did you think? I mean, I didn't. It had a small mouth on it, right? It didn't. I mean, it didn't. I, I, I don't know I, how all that. How he clicked into all this, and I didn't even know they made it. Why hybrid. he has scales from it, and <laughs> there's just a bunch of stuff. I, the next story that we got made a whole lot more sense to me. So a teacher from South Carolina recently reeled in a massive shark while on a fishing trip. According to local officials, it had been confirmed that this animal set a new state record. Nikki Coldwell told Fox News that she caught the 173-pound spinner shark in mid-April. She was out on a fishing trip with her father near Edisto island when she reeled in the animal according to her her she and her father had initially planned on fishing for larger tiger shark in a different area but their anchor became stuck on something so they decided to fish where they were 
While it would have been an impressive catch to begin with, the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources has officially confirmed that this that this shark is the largest of its kind caught in the state. Nikki Caldwell explained that it had been a busy day and she had caught several other sharks, but she released them back into the water. The record-breaking spinner shark was her last catch of the day. Caldwell described reeling in the shark, saying it did not have a lot of head. It did have that it did a lot of head shaking and actually broke the tip of her rod. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at a, after about a half hour, that's a good fight. That's cool too. Yeah. She was able to get it into the boat while the shark did not put up a fight. While the shark did put up a fight, Caldwell said it wasn't anything that she hadn't dealt with before and that she wasn't particularly tired after pulling the shark into the boat. After catching the shark, Caldwell and her father reportedly drove an hour and a half to Charleston Harbor Marine in or- Marina in order to get it weighed on certified scales. That's another thing. If you yep. catch a bass or do any of that, you got to have a certified so scale. So you got to know where one of those is before H-E-B. you even start. Uh, H-E-B. The shark had to be stored somewhere overnight, however, before someone from DNR could look at it. Fortunately, your father had a friend who owned a restaurant, and they were able to store the shark in the walk-in freezer overnight. No name of the restaurant where that shark was you, left. You're all about dropping names today, well, aren't you? Well, I, I was thinking it, it's a good there's probably like a rule against sharks oh. in your, you know, you just drag it into the seeing- subway sandwich shop into their cooler slurp so you're like like uh chef ramsey now where he comes in and looks at what the heck is going on with this and this and you got this and you got a no live shock over uncooked meat exactly oh. yeah exactly so Good. if ramsey would have walked into that subway where the shark was in the right over in the all vegetable the, coolers yeah laying on top of the chopped lettuce in the bread yes of course that would have been bad the vertebra and reproductive organs of the shark were saved for a south carolina department of natural resources project these will be used to determine the shark's age the caldwell's family apparently had some bets placed on each uh, other over the shark's age caldwell says she's betting at 17 years old and that's this, pretty old yeah but apparently, according to them, it tasted pretty good. So that is the funniest part to me was, and what I thought the best part of this whole story was, the rest was reportedly eaten by Caldwell's family and friends over the course of two weeks. See, now what's cool there is a teacher is doing something like that. Most teachers, you know, nowadays, I don't know, man. I don't know. Talk to that ag teacher out in Pflugerville. Yeah, she'd uh, she'd go do that. She, yeah, she does that. That's right. But she's your daughter. What do you expect? Train them up in the way they should go, and when they get old, they will not depart from it. Whether Older. you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, game around the world, archery country is the place to get all your gear. The staff and owner at owners at Archery Country are not just part-time shooters; they're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete find all the gear targets arrows and accessories you need on site and available for professional installation every day 
Archery Country's at 8121 Research Boulevard. Just go to austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com to get all the information. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. News of the weird, and you won't want to miss it. You only get it one place, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. So I keep a tight grip on the bottle, getting loose and killing time. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back. Hey, it's Memorial Day weekend. Shout out to all our service members and our first responders. We uh, we love you guys and we uh, we support you. And uh, you know the other people that uh, support Memorial Day is Sun Automotive. You know everybody at some point needs their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive. Sun Automotive um, Automotive is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. That's sunautomotive.com. Locations at 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go check out their new coupons at sunautoservice.com. All righty. Thank you, Beef. Now it's time for our News of the Weird segment. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So there's an unusual sighting at Padre Island National Seashore (laughs) on Monday. Pins said young American alligator from Louisiana ended up on its beach shores near Malachite Beach. In a Facebook post, Pins officially wrote tags on the reptile's feet. Uh, wrote that tags on the reptile's feet showed it came from another state. After consulting with Texas Parks and Wildlife, Pins transported the animal to rehabilitation facility to recover from its long journey. The post stated, "While alligators are primarily freshwater animals, they can tolerate salt water for a few hours or even days, according to the National Ocean Service." Don't worry. You probably won't find them in the ocean as they primarily stick to swampy areas, river streams, and lakes. Officials at Penns told uh, MYSA.com they don't usually see alligators ashore and they believe it did travel by ocean but are not sure how or why. They reached out to <laughs> Texas Parks and Wildlife Department for more information. Well, I ate those weird berries off that tree and next thing you know, where am I? I'm Billy up on South Padre Island, and people are putting beer bottles in my hands and painting face. So, yeah, if you're down at Padre Island (laughs) National Seashore, so Penns is Padre Island National Seashore. Um, 
if you are down there this weekend, you're probably going to be experiencing some of that wild and crazy stuff. You probably the, see alligators more than an alligator. travels. Yeah. Alligators, they'll do. They will travel. I've been on ranches in South Texas where uh, where there's no reason or rhyme or reason why an alligator would be in their pond, and they got a big old alligator in their pond. They just come visit. Well, apparently they will go from, they'll crawl out of a river, like the, you know, the, I don't know, whatever river Mm -hmm. uh, that's flowing through the ranch or creek flowing through the ranch, they'll crawl out of that and they'll crawl across the, the land, the pasture or whatever to a pond because they can smell it or something. I don't. I don't know exactly the details, but I've seen them in some places where you just would not expect it. They're just looking for fresh meat, right? I guess they're looking for for food, like it, like every other wild animal is just always thinking food. Uh, and, and then I've been down to uh, what are you calling me? What you call me, wild animal? Because you're that- always looking for food. <laughs> well, then I uh, and I've been down to east try- over in try- East Texas. Where I went on a uh, went on an alligator hunt you in did. the old rice in the rice fields, and so they they you hunt for them in the in the rice channels. You have a the, of and the aqua and, channels. No, we you know. just we just park, walk down the the levees, uh-huh. and set the lines out. So you do a stick laying hanging over the water, chicken or something, kind of have a forty five right, and then yeah. you hang a piece of meat off of it, and it was chicken. With a big hook on it, yeah, and uh, and then you and and apparently it's depending on how high off the water you hang it is the bigger ones will go higher. So uh, if you want a bigger one, you hang it higher, right? Okay. And then you go back the next day, and if the line's <laughs> down in the water, then it's about it's some. it's about to get it get good and crazy. So Cray-cray. did y'all catch anything? We did. And, so did you uh, do the old? Uh, uh, where they have the little little sawed off shotgun or no no we used uh, in the head. so this was I think what was it we were doing we were doing a we were doing a a TV show for a new firearm I think it was a big pistol oh that's right you told me that big uh, four fifty seven Henry yeah that's what I'm what thinking. they made in Texas yeah yeah and that's you went on a hog hunt too right. Didn't you with that one? Did I go on a hog hunt with that oh, one? Oh, come dude? on, man. I know more about you than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so the so uh It was a huge so caliber. Pulled, yeah. So yeah, it was a and and which really, you know, what you don't want to do is damage the skin and you could you do it probably with the twenty two, but this yeah. was really, really cool. <laughs> and so you pull it in, you get it up close to shore, and then it's kapow. And then you right drag the it up head, on right? shore, yeah. and I think this one's probably the one that we killed was probably eight foot or wow. something like that. So it was beast. And then you load them up, and then there's processors out there. And if I remember correctly, it was like a um, like a metal building meat processor, and you pull in, and there's just piles of alligators where people been hunting them. Boudreau and uh, and and, uh, you, and his and brother you throw it out. I can't uh-huh. remember if they weighed it. Or if they just measured it, but they pay you for it by the length, and then uh, you can order, you know, belt 
shoes, boots, <laughs> whatever. And you That's can also cool. get get the meat from it. And I remember that we got like I guess they must have a whole bunch of alligators that come in and they just prepackage pounds and pounds and yeah, pounds. Yeah, they just meat. give you. And that, so yeah, right? you just get this vacuum pack packages like of, little uh, alligator nuggets. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. They always put them in little like one inch. They were squares, yeah. yeah. But I, it was cool, man. It was cool. I, I remember thinking to myself though, if I was to do that, um, I would want to skin it out myself. Because I'm not going to get. If you could pay him to do that, you know, say, hey, I want to help you. Who wouldn't want you to help? It was quite the went, operation. I mean, it was a pretty maybe big they operation. You would slow it down. It'd be like, no, nah, we don't have time for that. Yeah, excuse me, <laughs> sir, but get out of the way. You have a sharp knife in your hand. And but I, but I remember it being, I remember it being good. So, didn't you have a story? That you told me once about a guy in Africa that. So our uh, guy, our guy in Africa, um, just sent me a picture like two weeks ago. You're, you're the guide, the really cool guide. Is that the one? Where you where you and Cody went? No, this oh, is a different, different one. Okay. This is a different guy in South Africa. And uh we need to have him on the show because he does a leadership thing for young guys, young cool. men. You can go down there and stay with him. I think it's six weeks. And he does this leadership training on the coast of Africa. So would they is, call them a cro wouldn't they call them crocodiles down there? Are they um, crocodiles? The big giant must be crocodiles, ones? not alligators. But how big? What was it? Tell but me it the was story. like eighteen feet or twenty uh, feet or something. You know, it's one of those. And young men get to they, go and participate. No, in no, 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 no. Oh. I just got. I, I just drifted off into another part of what he does. But <laughs> okay. so he he had gone to Zimbabwe or somewhere. He traveled oh, okay. from South Africa where you got to have special permits still and travel and all that stuff still real funky but uh -huh. but they're starting to finally get some hunters to come in and so he he um he had his uh, clients out there and uh they killed a hippo they killed you know all I mean they're just on this incredible Africa hunt and but one of the things everybody always wants is a as a river alligator a river croc and man, they're they're huge. So you don't even use the word harvest anymore. You just go straight for kill. Everybody used to say Well, you harvest, harvest corn and you gotta to harvest you, the deer, you're gonna have to kill them first. <laughs> you gotta, then you can harvest all the little some of our nuggets pita, of joy. Some of our PETA friends would argue that when you pull their ears off the corn, you're killing, you know, their feeling it um screaming so it, and you know we talked about those uh we talked about those alligators traveling across into of ranches and stuff like that and um you can't just kill them if you see them right you gotta have permits you right? gotta have you gotta follow the rules so i want to encourage you if if you know anybody that's doing those kind of hunts i would love to go to east texas and do one of those hunts um but if you if you're on a farm or a ranch somewhere and there's an alligator you can't just kill it no um there's texas has very strict rules and regulations on that so be sensitive <laughs> to what the laws are and uh if you're interested in just 
some fresh fo- seafood, something fresh. Oh, man. Sure, yeah. raw bar and grill. Uh. I'll tell you what, I don't know who it is that does their photography work they take awesome on their Facebook pictures. page. They look delicious, don't they? But they are absolutely highly skilled at making you really hungry. Your mouth waters. It's kind of like the a dog. Sure. <laughs> The Shore Raw Bar and Grill are amazing friends at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool selection of oysters that are flown in fresh every week, hand-picked by the guys, as all the fish and meat are. Um, a pet-friendly patio, unlike this studio, <laughs> with live music on select nights, open for lunch and dinner every day. Happy hours. Uh, fabulous desserts, including spiced chocolate cake, key, key lime tarlet, tres leches, oh, yeah. summer cheesecakes, house-made ice creams and sorbets. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore, located Highway 71 at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore, raw bar and grill, shoreatx.com. Go get you some. All right. That's uh, our news of the weird section. Come back. Uh, game board field notes. And this is uh, especially concerning this weekend and what happened during the pandemic and something that we need to be aware of. And yeah. uh, and obviously the uh, crew here in the bunkhouse has some opinions. So stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse right here 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. Hey, Nile Maxwell, GMC, don't wait for one day. Don't wait for one day to save. Get more this May with Memorial Day pricing. Nile Maxwell, GMC, with more vehicles and more professional-grade savings at Nile Maxwell, GMC. Like the 2021 Acadia SUV with three rows of seating to fit up to seven. And when you don't need that third row, it's 50-50 split. Offers you more cargo room cargo room with options. This FUV SUV packs a big punch with attention-getting style that can go anywhere and do anything that 2021 has in store. Go visit our friends at Nile Maxwell GMC to exit 256 in Round Rock online at NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. All right, uh, now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? 
This is from Texas Parks and Wildlife, and I'm assuming it's like this across the country. Um, Especially now. I'm guessing. But 2020 boating accident at 30-year high. Water safety urge for National Safe Boating Week ahead of 2021 boating season. Austin, in conjunction with National Safe Boating Week, set for May 28th. 22nd through 28th, the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department reminds Texans to be safe and vigilant this upcoming Memorial Day weekend and all summer long by following the law and taking basic safety precautions while on the water. The guidance comes guidance comes at a critical moment in 2020. In 2020, boating accidents were at a 30-year all-time high. Fatalities on Texas waterways increased 45 percent. Wow. From 2019, while fatal accidents on water rose 61%. Overall accidents on the water were up 67%, and injuries were up by 64%. More than 70% of boating accidents that occurred in 2020 were on open motorboats or personal watercraft. The months of May through August traditionally have been the highest numbers of injuries, fatalities statewide, with weekends seeing peak figures. So I, my, and, and here's what I started thinking. Why people? Because there's more boats. I think what happened was you had a whole bunch of people rush out and buy boats that had no previous boating because of stimu- experience, stimulus checks, stuff like that. Well, and and it's just like the whole thing of bicycles, and it was hard to find a boat. It was yeah. hard to find a bicycle. People just went outside. They wanted to get out because they were just tired of being stuck inside. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they could go outside, they started buying tents and campers and doing all this kind of stuff. Which I'm guessing in the next couple of years, there's going to be some great buys on some stuff. <laughs> but. Uh, but people bought boats and you know how you know how it it is when you go to the boat launch and yeah. there's somebody there unloading they're they're putting their ice they're on the on the ramp getting and they're the, putting their ice chest in they're the undoing kids. their straps yeah. they're you know hey mark get over here and <laughs> get the kids in the boat and doing that whole thing you know when it's like no that's not how it's done you got to preload and then yeah. and then uh you have people out swimming you have people out kayaking and canoeing and doing stuff and it's busy uh, on the water. you know pulling people behind ski boats or and and they just they're not aware of what's going on i think that's what happened over the last year and why all this all these fatalities and accidents it was a dangerous time on the water because you have unskilled boaters out there Hmm. and they said that uh a huge percent they had uh game wardens issued 641 citations for children not wearing a life jacket up 11 percent from previous year 1821 citations for insufficient life jackets on board up 26 percent drowning is the highest reported cause of death and boating fatalities most victims are found without life jackets on so there's just life jackets and kill switches is something that you hear you you throw it out there but the two things that are most 
uh, likely to save your life or your kid's life on the boat is they're wearing a life jacket and that you're connected to your kill switch. You get some pretty comfortable ones, but yeah, you get that little rogue wave or you get that thing. I mean, you go down to Canyon Lake and man, there's a lot of traffic and it is like, you're going across those, some pretty big wakes and, uh, it can throw you around a little bit. Someone not paying attention. 60% 60% of boat operators had not complete, completed the state-mandated boater safety course. So if you are running a boat, if you're born after September 1st, and you're running something over 15 horse. 1993, right? September 1st, 1993, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're born at all and you have a boat, you should do the boater safety course. Let's just say everybody. <laughs> you know, unless you grew up. Like, Cody grew up in a boat. Right. So, you know, he's pretty familiar with it. and But not that, you know, but he's taken all the courses and stuff just because he wanted to ace them just because he wanted to. Because <laughs> that's Cody. The wor- the, so just the word out there for our guys, for everybody, is, man, be careful. If you're going out, swimming, boating, anything – be very careful. Vigilant, I think is vigilant. Uh, is good. Farm farmranchstore.com. There's no better way of ensuring a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment, ranching equipment to fencing, feeders and rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. Our products Include leaders like Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturing, trusted names in the industry. If you got a piece of dirt and you're looking for gear, if you're looking for parts and pieces, you need to go to farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, that's it for our first segment. We'll be back with the Ooh. on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 